As this month of April is coming to an end in a few more days, there is lots to talk about. And I have to keep you all updated on what's been going on with yours truly. So sit back, relax, and let's get this show started. What's up, everyone? You're tuning in to Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast, and this is the hostess with the mostest, the one and only Elisa. And I hope you all are doing very well. So, like I said, this month of April is coming to an end in a few more days, and there's lots to touch base on. So, where do I begin? Well, first and foremost, something big has happened four weeks ago. And you're probably wondering what that could possibly be. Well, your girl here had celebrated her 37th birthday. Yay! To finally be 37. I just can't believe it. I still feel like I'm 36. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're probably wondering what did I do to celebrate my birthday. And um, pretty much I had another quarantine birthday. I was home with my son. And, you know, we listened to music, we were dancing, and of course, what's a birthday without having a birthday cake? So I need to uh, share the details about this special birthday cake of mine that I received for my birthday this year. And I hope you're ready to hear the story behind it because it's an interesting one. You guys ready? So back in February, that was when I was starting to come up with ideas of how I should celebrate my 37th birthday and also decided whether or not I should order a birthday cake for myself. Now, the concept of the birthday cake, I was deciding whether or not to order just a traditional regular birthday cake or get a fandom themed birthday cake. So, Two years ago for my 35th birthday, I did have my very first fandom themed cake, which was of Chris Motionless from Motionless in White. Um, if you guys didn't know, I'm a big fan of Motionless in White and Chris is one of my favorite vocalists and one of my favorite members of Motionless in White. So that cake turned out pretty cool. So I thought to myself during the month of March, your birthday is coming up pretty soon. What are you gonna do about this birthday cake? So. At first, I said, you know what? Maybe I should do a fandom themed cake, but who would it be of? So I was kind of hesitant deciding between one of my favorite Marvel Comics villain, Loki, who is portrayed by Tom Hiddleston in the movies. By the way, Tom Hiddleston is my favorite actor and I love his portrayal of Loki. So I wanted to see if I should get a birthday cake based on him or Joey Arena from Outlier, another band that I'm a fan of. And Joey is one of my favorite vocalists from the band as well. So then um, a couple of weeks go by. And then I said to myself, you know what? I've been following Outlier on social media since last summer. And I've interacted with Joey and Kane Buckley, who's one of the guitarists of Outlier on Instagram. 
and um briefly i did interact with mike the drummer um he'll like respond to like my instagram stories or any of my posts that i posted lately based on outlier and um you know so then i went on outliers instagram page to look for a group photo and i found one and i saved it on my phone i ended up making a copy of the picture of the band and i showed my son the picture i said look should mommy get a birthday cake with a picture of these guys and my son looked at the picture and he started clapping and smiling because you know my son is also a fan of outlier he listens to their music just like i do so whatever i listen to he listens to the same thing so a week before my birthday I go to the bakery with the photo of Outlier and I place the order on my birthday cake to have it ready for the day before my birthday, which so happens to be on April Fool's Day, April 1st. My birthday is on April 2nd. And, um, you know, I confirmed everything that I wanted on the cake. The color theme, I thought of gold and black for some reason. I don't know, those colors with Outlier, I just feel like it meshed well together. And then I also ordered chocolate covered strawberries to complement the color theme of the cake. Cool. So after I got back home from the bakery, I was browsing on Instagram. And then I noticed that Joey Arena from Outlier had put up an announcement stating that Outlier will be re-releasing their song, Who We Are, on April 2nd. And this re-release features Ricky from Ice Nine Kills. So I started freaking out. I said, are you kidding me? They're re-releasing one of my favorite songs on my birthday. So I noticed the announcement on Joey's Instagram page and then on his Instagram story and then Outlier's Instagram page, you know, the announcement was posted there as well. So of course I replied, to Joey's story in response to this announcement and I let him know that April 2nd is my birthday. So he replied back wishing me a happy early birthday and I thanked him for that. And then Kane Buckley, one of the guitarists from Outlier, posted on his Instagram story the same announcement of the re-release of Who We Are on April 2nd. So I also let him know that April 2nd is my birthday he replied back letting me know that his birthday is on April 6th. I said, look at this shit. <laughs> and um, what a weird coincidence. Like, we're both April babies. So I joked around with him saying, oh, we're meant to be besties. <laughs> because, you know, we're both born during the same birthday month and birthday week. And, um, yeah, so I thought that was cool. So then April 1st. I go pick up my birthday cake at the bakery and one of the employees had showed me the cake and I was in complete shock. I couldn't believe how beautiful this cake looked in person. And the chocolate covered strawberries that I ordered to go with the cake, I ordered a box of six chocolate covered strawberries. They were all covered in gold that was made with white chocolate, had a black drizzle with some black glitter on it. It looks so pretty and I've never ever received anything like this before on my birthday. I mean, just a year ago for my 36th birthday, I did receive edible arrangements from my son, but the way these strawberries were looking from the bakery, I was like amazed. 
So yeah, I took pictures of the cake and the strawberries and then um, the box where the cake was in was freaking humongous. And the cake was small. I ordered a quarter sheet size for the birthday cake and I was struggling at home trying to put the box in my refrigerator. So what I ended up doing was removing the cake from the box and just putting the cake as is in my refrigerator, hoping it doesn't get messed up or anything like that. So thank the Lord, nothing happened to it. But I let it sit in the refrigerator overnight. And then here comes my birthday on April 2nd. And um, I checked the cake in the morning. It was fine. I checked the strawberries. They were fine. And um, on my actual birthday, I did a few live streams on Instagram. I did one early in the day to do my makeup of the day. And then in the afternoon, I did my first TikTok live stream as I was getting my nails done. And then um, after that, I had ordered dinner for me and my son because it was my birthday. I wasn't going to cook. I needed a break, right? So I ordered dinner from one of my favorite restaurants. And then after dinner, um, I did some TikTok videos and I was listening to music with my son and dancing with him. And then shortly after that, I took the cake out from the refrigerator, set up my living room so that um, I could take pictures and videos with my son. And since my son is nonverbal, I had to sing happy birthday to myself. <laughs> and I had birthday music playing in the background too. So as soon as my son saw the cake, he knew what was about to go down. And um, my son has a habit of whenever it's my birthday or even my mom's birthday, and we're telling him to feed us a piece of the birthday cake. It's tradition in my Guyanese side of the family that um, whenever you're celebrating someone's birthday and they cut the cake, you have to feed them a piece to kind of basically wish them luck. So, um, you know, I cut my piece of cake and I took a piece with a fork and I told my son to feed me. So I had to like do hand over hand assistance with him to have him feed me. And then after I had taken the first bite of my birthday cake um he takes the fork <laughs> he puts it in his mouth because there was frosting on it and I was just laughing it was very funny and um I ended up cutting the cake into pieces so that I could like give some to my mom to give away to family members and give some to her and my brother and like I said this cake was the most beautiful cake I've ever seen and I was so scared to cut into it because I didn't want to cut into the faces of outlier <laughs> so i had to cut like little squares around the faces and store them in tupperware and put it in my refrigerator until i was ready to eat it because i had a lot of cake left over but i ended up giving majority of it to my mom to give away to relatives and then whatever was left i kept for me and my son to have for the remainder of the week because that cake did last for a whole week it was a tres leches cake with vanilla custard from one of my favorite bakeries in the bronx that i been purchasing cakes from for over a decade so it's a very long time um so then um i had posted pictures later in the evening on um, instagram and um i actually did have a celebratory birthday live stream on instagram live on the evening of my birthday after my son went to bed i had a glass of wine too so just you know, talking to whoever was watching. And then um, after I ended my live stream, I go on Facebook and 
whoever I follow on Instagram and Twitter, I usually follow on Facebook as well. So Outlier being one of my favorite bands, I pretty much follow them everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And um, on my newsfeed on Facebook, I noticed Outlier had a new post. And I'm looking at the picture. It was actually a picture from my Instagram story of my birthday cake. And I'm reading the caption on the Facebook post. I was like, holy shit, they really gave me a shout out. They had my first and last name all on blast because on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, I don't have my last name posted. You just see the initial of my last name. That's it. Facebook, I feel like it's more personal and I interact with family and friends on Facebook. So yeah, Outlier had my name on blast, wishing me a happy birthday. And even beforehand, um, you know, before I started my birthday live stream, I actually, you know, posted the picture of my birthday cake on my Instagram story. I tagged Outlier. I tagged all the members of the band. And um, Joey Arena actually shared my Instagram story to his of my birthday cake. And um, he sent me um, a DM on Instagram wishing me a happy birthday again. So I told him thank you. And um, he said my cake was awesome. <laughs> So I appreciate that. And um, yeah, so I took a screenshot of his Instagram story response to my story of my birthday cake. And I even took a screenshot of the Facebook post by Outlier regarding my birthday cake. And I thought that was really sweet of them to do that. So um, yeah, that definitely was a birthday I'll never forget. And I've mentioned I'm fans of other bands and artists, so on and so forth, but Outlier, I mean, they rock. They're amazing, and they have a fan for life here. Between me and my son, we're definitely going to be fans of theirs for life. But, um, oh man, I even um showed my mom the Facebook post by Outlier of my birthday cake and them, you know, wishing me a happy birthday. And <laughs> this was on Easter Sunday. I actually went over to visit her with my son. And, um, you know, I showed her pictures for my birthday with my son of my birthday cake. And she questioned who are these guys on the cake. And I told her they're one of my favorite bands. And they also gave me a shout out on Facebook. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I had a nice birthday peaceful birthday at home it was quiet spent it with my son who else am I going to spend my birthday with right but um yeah so that's how I celebrated my birthday and um during the month of April I did go shopping I did go to the mall a few times already and I've ordered stuff online as well um to spoil myself you know what I mean because what else can I do <laughs> but um yeah, so one of the members of Outlier, uh, Kane Buckley, he celebrated his birthday on April 6th. And then a few days after his birthday was Mike's birthday. Mike is the drummer of Outlier. Um, he actually wished me a happy birthday on one of my Instagram posts for my birthday and let me know that his birthday was also in the month of April. I forgot what date, but it was a few days after Kane's birthday. So I was like, oh, cool, another April baby. <laughs> and someone from Outlier too, like, awesome April babies rock <laughs> so I thought that was nice and um yeah so outlier if you're listening thank you guys so much for the birthday shout outs um on Instagram and Facebook that really made my birthday 10 times better 
and I love you guys. Now, I know it's been some time that I've kept you guys updated regarding my progress after having bariatric surgery. I had gastric sleeve surgery on November 18th, 2019. And I know on Instagram and Twitter, I usually give you guys either a weekly update or a monthly update. I know it's been a minute, but I just want to refresh your memories and uh, keep you all up to speed on what's going on from then till now. So... Ever since I had the surgery, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. And um, at this present time, my weight is like going up and down by like three to five pounds. So I'm kind of stuck within the same weight range. I'm not at my goal weight as of yet. I believe if I lose another maybe 30 pounds, I'll get to my goal weight. And um, I've been rocking the same size clothing for the past year. Um, for any ladies out there that are listening that want to know what size I'm wearing in clothing at this moment, for the past year, I am currently a size medium in women's clothing. So if you shop at Old Navy, Target, The Gap, um, Hot Topic, I wear a size medium for the most part. And I'm a size 8 in jeans. Um, the biggest size clothing I've ever worn was a size 16, double XL in women's clothing. And this was back when I was like 19, 20 years old. And the smallest plus size clothing I've worn was a size 10. And this was like two months after having gastric sleeve surgery. So the past year up until this present time, I'm still rocking size 8 and size medium in women's clothing. Um, I have never been this size in my whole adult life. And even going back into my teen years, I was never the size either. Back in my teen years, I was a size 12 to 14, an extra large, and I believe a 1X also. But all in all, I'm happy and content with where I'm at regarding the size clothing that I'm wearing. Um, I'm still shopping for clothes. I mean, it is my birthday month, so I've been buying a couple things here and there. And um, I mentioned on a previous episode of the podcast that for my 18-month post-op follow-up appointment with my bariatric doctor, I was informed that I would get a referral to see a plastic surgeon just for consultation about skin removal and a tummy tuck. I still am insecure about my stomach, as I have always been, even before becoming a mom a decade ago. And I just want to see what the plastic surgeon says. You know, do they think I'm a candidate to have this type of procedure done or should I just stay the way I am? I mean, I know there's women out there with a similar body type like mine and they embrace themselves just as they are. You know, they have that I don't give a fuck attitude. I don't care what people think or say about me. And that's fine. I was the same way too when I was plus size before I had underwent gastric sleeve surgery. Um, I used to shop at Torrid. And I loved their clothing and I used to own it. Like, hey, I'm rocking my body the way it is. Take it or leave it, <laughs> you know? But now that I'm smaller, as far as my physique goes, I'm no longer wearing plus size clothing. Um, I feel different. It took me some time after surgery to really look in the mirror and say, wow, now I see I lost weight because about a week to two weeks after my surgery, 
I've had people say they notice off the back I lost weight by just looking at my face and I didn't notice I lost weight until I was about three months post-op I remember shopping at Target one day while my son was in school and um, you know I usually look at the women's clearance section in the clothing department you know sometimes they have some good things on sale cutesy shirts and stuff like that so I saw some cropped t-shirts that was on clearance and I grabbed a few of them up and took them to the dressing room to try it on and this particular day I also had on sweatpants so the sweatpants I had purchased like months before and I looked at myself in the mirror like damn these sweatpants are so baggy on me I can't even see my behind and then I tried on these crop top t-shirts and they all fit me and they were all of a smaller size than what I had worn prior to surgery so I started getting emotional in the dressing room I started tearing up I just couldn't believe it so yeah I did buy those t-shirts the crop top t-shirts they were um fitting me like a little below the belly button which is fine because I know a lot of crop top t-shirts that are sold by different places um it either like goes up to your waist or it goes like right under your boobs <laughs> so i'm like nah i need something a little longer so as long as it covers my stomach i'm happy but yeah i was like in disbelief like nah this can't be me i i, I can't nah, nah nah chill but um then i started shopping for more crop top t-shirts from different stores like hot topic um, I have purchased from Motionless and White's merch store, their crop top t-shirts, uh, Outlier, another band that I like besides Motionless and White, um, back in, was it February or March of this year, I purchased my first set of merch by them with one being a crop top t-shirt. I actually ordered the size that I'm wearing now in t-shirts, which is a medium, um, on their merch site, it said it was a loose fitted crop top t-shirt. So I ordered the size that I'm wearing now but then when I got it delivered to me and I tried it on it kind of fit a little snug but it's okay because I could wear high-waisted leggings and you know it wouldn't look like the shirt is like squeezing me trying to suffocate me <laughs> but if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter you can see I have pictures posted of me in the crop top t-shirt of outlier and I also purchased their cropped hoodie but I purchased a size bigger because when it comes to hoodies you don't want to wear a hoodie that will fit extremely tight on you because sometimes you may want to dress in layers like I do. Like I like to wear a t-shirt under a hoodie. If it's a cropped hoodie, yeah, I want to wear a t-shirt or maybe a tank top depending on how warm it is outside. So the cropped hoodie I had ordered was a size large and it fit comfortably. It was, not, it was nice and comfy and cozy. I actually posted um, a picture of the hoodie too when I got it. So yeah, definitely check that out. I actually had bought a motionless white cropped hoodie last year. I never had the chance to rock it. <laughs> I've got to start doing that pretty soon before, you know, summer arrives because summertime, I'm not going to be wearing no hoodie. It's going to be too hot for that. But anyways, um, I'm just really happy at where I'm at right now. And yes, I still need to get to my goal weight. Um, I need to lose like another 30 pounds so I could get to my goal weight. But um. I did mention on the previous episode of the podcast that once I reach 18 months post-op and I have my follow-up appointment with my bariatric doctor, that she was going to have me referred to see a plastic surgeon 
for skin removal and a tummy tuck. And, um, you know, I'm insecure about my stomach. I don't like it. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it feels. But, you know, I know there's some guys out there that likes women with a little belly. No problem. You know, everyone has their preference. But I'm not looking to get a six-pack. I just want a flat stomach. That's it. I'm 37. I don't know if I'm going to have any more kids in the future. You know, I have my son who's about to be 10 in September. And I'm a single mom, single woman. So I don't know what the future holds when it comes to the love department. If I'm going to meet someone that is a single dad or if he doesn't have kids, if he wants kids, like who knows? You know, anything is possible. But I have a set of questions I want to ask the plastic surgeon regarding, you know, skin removal and tummy tuck for bariatric patients. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I have the consultation scheduled for the month of July. And um, just like any other surgery, I have to get a medical necessity letter from doctors just stating why I would need this particular procedure done. So... I actually have a follow appointment with my primary care physician in June. And yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, I actually had a conversation with my mom and my best friends about plastic surgery. My mom, she doesn't approve of it. She thinks I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> like, why do I need to get plastic surgery? Um, too many craziness happens to people who have it any type of plastic cosmetic surgery um and i told her ma i'm just going for consultations not for me to actually get it done any type of surgery you got to go through a procedure beforehand to get paperwork done get medical clearance get approval from the health insurance so on and so forth so it's just a consultation just talking with the surgeon that's it and it would be up to the surgeon to decide whether or not i'm a candidate to have any type of plastic surgery you know what i'm saying so yeah um me personally i don't like surgery at all i've had gastric sleeve surgery i had my gallbladder removed i had a lipoma removed from my left thigh um i've had hemorrhoid removals after having my son yeah hemorrhoids ain't cute people i'm sure some of you mamas know going through pregnancy them hemorrhoids they're a literal pain in the ass so i had to get surgery to remove them and boy was i in pain <laughs> the gallbladder surgery wasn't too bad it was just sore around the incisions and that was it the gastric sleeve surgery i couldn't sleep comfortably for like two weeks because of the fact that one of the incisions was really large not real no nah, i wouldn't say too large but one of the incisions were my stomach was removed well at least a part of it because i still have a little piece left over of my stomach like i mentioned before in the podcast um i had gastric sleeve surgery and basically what the surgeon did was remove a part of my stomach and the remainder of my stomach that was left was stitched up and shaped like a banana so that alone will let me eat less and fill me up quick so i still have a stomach it's just smaller <laughs> But, um, but yeah, um, I just lost my train of thought for a second. Okay, plastic surgery, right? So yeah, um, plastic surgery, any other surgery, for whatever medical reason, it's scary. You know, you're going to be put under anesthesia. And you don't know if you're going to 
wake up, stay asleep, or don't wake up at all. And that's fucking scary. Let me tell you, before my gastric sleeve surgery, weeks leading up to it, I was freaking out. I was worrying myself to, you know, like thinking about the worst case scenario of what could possibly go wrong during this surgery. And, you know, um, but I was just praying to God that things will work out for the best, that the surgeon would know what he's doing. And, um, you know, I woke up in the recovery room in pain and all and went home the day after surgery and I was happy to see my son and that's all who I thought about the day of surgery um I was just thinking about my son I'm like please God let me make it out alive so I can go back home to my sweet boy and you know start my journey of losing weight after having this surgery and here I am 17 months post-op down 63 pounds you know, feeling good about myself and feeling happier than I ever have been. What more could I ask for? You know, I had gastric sleeve surgery for medical reasons. And being a single mom, raising a child with special needs and disabilities, it's like, I don't trust nobody with my son but my mom. That's it. But other than that, I want to be there for my son for as long as I live. You know? So... He was happy to see me when I got home from the hospital. Um, he knew I wasn't feeling well, so he was being very sweet and affectionately, like, you know, cuddling with me and looking at me and giving me kisses and holding my hand. My son is a sweet boy, so, um, yeah. So now that people have seen in my family how much weight I've lost, actually, my family don't even know I had had gastric sleeve surgery. Only my mom and one of my cousins know about it i didn't even tell my cousin about the surgery my mom was the one that told her about it but mind you my mom was the one that told me don't tell nobody in the family you had surgery because i'm not saying nothing to nobody but then come to find out she told one of my cousins like you see how you contradict yourself you see how you sounded right now you telling me not to tell nobody but then you go off and tell somebody in the family and then i had an ex-boyfriend that went and told his friends about it and it pissed me off it's like dude why are you telling your friends about my personal business like, I'm cool with your friends and all. Like, if we're hanging out for, like, an event or we're crashing at their house to chill for, like, drinks and dinner, you know, I don't be telling my business out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to medical stuff. So, it pissed me off. My ex went off and told his friends about it. And um, I just felt like that was uncalled for. Like, your friends don't even hit you up on a norm to see how you're doing, seeing what's up if you want to hang out. Like, what kind of friends are those people? You know what I mean? At least with my best friends, they were aware of me preparing for the surgery. The day of surgery, I had hit them up. And then after surgery, when I got back home, I also hit them up. Like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm home. I'm in pain, but I'm all right. And then they noticed by looking at my pictures that I post on social media. I'm like, damn, girl, you got skinny. And I'm like, I ain't skinny. I'm still a little thickums. Like, <laughs> I still got a gut. I still got a belly that I'm trying to work on. That's why I'm going to see the plastic surgeon for consultation to see if I could get this belly fixed, you know? And if I can't, I can't. Fuck it. It's just going to stay the way it is, um, you know? But like I said, I'm happy, I'm healthy, and just living life to the fullest. But for those of you who've been following my journey as I was preparing for the surgery and even afterwards, 
I appreciate all the love and support. You guys rock. And um, you guys don't go unnoticed. So thank you all. So I mentioned that it is my birthday month. And there was things I wanted to do that I really didn't get a chance to do. And places I wanted to go, I haven't even gone yet. But hopefully that will change as the weather gets better, right? But there was something I was able to do. I actually went to a tattoo shop. And I went to this tattoo shop in the Bronx called Tattoo Scene. And um, I've been following them on Instagram for the past year. I've also been following one of the tattoo artists who works there. Uh, who goes by the name of Pete. And um, I've been following him on Instagram around the same time frame as I've been following Tattoo Scene. And I really like his work. Um, a lot of his animated Halloween type of tattoos really caught my attention. So for the past month, I was looking up different tattoo designs that were kind of Halloween themed and also based on like Beetlejuice and Nightmare Before Christmas. So I'm kind of like coming up with different ideas in my head. So I found like two different designs that really caught my attention that I really like because of the colors and the way it looks. So um, I actually reached out to Pete on Instagram. I messaged him and I sent him pictures of the designs that I liked. And he basically told me to go down to the shop to meet up with him to discuss in details exactly what I want done. So I went to the tattoo shop and I met with Pete and I showed him again the pictures that I had sent him on Instagram of the designs I liked. And um, it wasn't just only this Halloween Beetlejuice tattoo design that I was thinking of getting done. There was like two other tattoo designs I had in mind that I liked as well. So he informed me I could get all the tattoos done on the same day of my appointment. And even if I don't get all of them done and I just get one or two done, then that is fine. So I was like, wow, really? <laughs> I'm thinking about the pain I may be in with just the one tattoo, you know? So for the Halloween Beetlejuice inspired tattoo, I'm going to get it done on my right rib cage since I already got a tattoo on the left rib cage, which is the motionless and white inspired tattoo, which has a purple rose and motionless and white lyrics that says fear is not my fate. And I figured, you know, the Halloween Beetlejuice inspired tattoo can go on my right rib cage, you know, to kind of complement the one on the left side. So then um the other designs i had shown him was a hindi word that i wanted tattooed small on my wrist and then a musical note i wanted tattooed behind my left ear lower neck area really small probably like about the size of a nickel because i don't want nothing big you know covering behind my ear or my neck like nah i'm pretty basic when it comes to tattoos if you hadn't noticed um if you follow me on instagram you can see the pictures of the tattoos i have now i have three tattoos by the way um but before even reaching out to Pete, about a month ago in March, I had reached out to my former tattoo artist who did my last three tattoos, just questioning if I needed to get a touch up on the third tattoo, which is the Motionless and White Lyrics tattoo I got last September. She never replied back to me. And I'm seeing her posting stuff on Instagram, you know, but she never replied back to me. And I'm like, what's going on? So I said, you know what? let me contact tattoo scene you know the artist that i follow and see what's up and thankfully um i got a response you know literally the next day i believe um pete replied back to me so i was like oh cool you know finally i got a response from somebody 
but um he was very nice when i met him and even um before meeting um on instagram when we messaged each other he was very cool about everything so i'm very excited and looking forward to getting inked next week before mother's day <laughs> so these tattoos are like a, a belated birthday gift and a mother's day gift to myself so if i can get all three tattoos done the same day then fuck it but the one tattoo i'm worried about is the one that's going on my right rib cage that's the halloween beetlejuice spider tattoo because there's a lot of details on it and um as far as the sizing of it i had told pete i want it to be about the size of the palm of my hand so it's gonna be pretty big i mean my hands ain't that big but compared to the other tattoos i have no this is gonna be the biggest one um i'm nervous I'm hoping I won't feel a lot of pain. I mean, when I got my tattoo done for my left rib cage, um, I wasn't in a lot of pain, which was weird because some people had informed me that when they got their tattoos done on their rib cage, it was very painful that they were tearing up and crying. And I'm like, uh, that did not happen to me. And I went to the tattoo shop by myself. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm very excited, very happy. I mean, who would have thought I would get tattoos? You know what I'm saying? Back in high school, I was always inspired by tattoos. And, um, you know, used to say, I want to get one. I want to get one. But I got my first tattoo done literally like a month after having my surgery, the gastric sleeve surgery. I got my first tattoo done above my right ankle, which is a lotus flower with watercolors. And the significance of that particular tattoo meant a new beginning and a rebirth. And I felt that is exactly what the surgery did for me months after the surgery and just looking at myself in the mirror and seeing like wow i look like a different person because i lost weight i feel like i'm being born again you know i'm starting my life brand new so i'm happy i got that tattoo done then the second tattoo is in honor of my son who has autism i have a autism puzzle piece with my son's first name initial tattooed in the center of the puzzle piece surrounded by a heart so that's in honor of him and then the third tattoo, which is on my left rib cage, is motionless in white song lyrics with a purple rose. And the lyrics are actually the stem of the rose. And it says, fear is not my fate. And the reason why I got those lyrics tattooed on me, and specifically those lyrics, is because they have a very deep meaning to me. And, um, you know, dealing with a lot of medical issues, you know, regarding my health, how I felt like my health was deteriorating years ago even after becoming a mom i felt like my my health was going from bad to worse being in a toxic as i say situationship not a relationship but a situationship with my son's father over a decade ago um you know i mentioned i was a victim and survivor of domestic violence and that was the cause of me being in a toxic situationship um i feel like I've been through hell and back, but I'm now stronger than ever. So I won't let fear dictate my life for as long as I live. And um, my son, you know, he was born with a lot of medical complications and um, he's about to be 10 in September. So these lyrics don't only affect me, but it kind of affects my son too, because he's been through a lot in life as well since he's been born. But he's a happy boy he's strong as hell um he's very affectionate he's sweet he has a silly sense of humor he's always doing something to make me laugh but 
that's my son. That's my miracle baby. And I don't know where I would be in my life without him. But um, I'm looking forward to getting these tattoos done. I'm very excited. So <laughs> if you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter um, or even TikTok, um, I'll share photos or videos if I'm able to record any videos of me getting my tattoos done next week. So stay tuned for that. Very excited. One of my good friends um, mentioned that he got his tattoo done at Tattoo Scene years ago. And he says, you know, it's a great tattoo shop. So I'm like, you know what? I'm glad to hear that. Definitely got to support local businesses. Um, you know, I'm born and raised in the Bronx, still in the Bronx. And if I can get something done in the Bronx by great people, when it comes to tattoos, then I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? So let's see what's going to happen next week. Another major thing happened during my birthday month, and that is the release of the movie Mortal Kombat. If y'all don't know me by now, I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. I used to be a hardcore gamer in the 90s and early 2000s, and back in the 90s, Mortal Kombat was one of my favorite video games of all time. You know, I've seen the movies from back then. I've seen the animated series every Saturday morning. I mean, I was hooked. So with this new version of Mortal Kombat, I was blown away from start to finish. And a week before the release of the movie, I had seen on HBO Max that they had the animated movie for Mortal Kombat about Scorpion. So I seen that and it was pretty hardcore and gory like <laughs> i'm like wow i'm not used to seeing a lot of animated movies like this but this mortal kombat movie is rated r there is a lot of gore a lot of blood and it's action-packed um the cast was awesome the action scenes were freaking dope i mean i loved it i don't know how you guys felt about this movie if you liked it or not, um, if you guys want to share your feedback about it, you know, feel free to let me know. But um, there was some characters in this movie that wasn't originally in the old school movies. So um, I had a bit of a disappointment, though, because one of the characters that was introduced in this movie, he got killed off. And I'm like, damn, I just started liking this guy. <laughs> I remember seeing him in the video games from back in the days. But damn, why did he get killed off so soon? Um, Then, you know, there was a couple new characters I never even heard of. And one of them being Cole Young, who is played by an actor by the name of Louis Tan. And oh my gosh, I was just glued to the TV screen like this man is fucking hot. <laughs> and browsing on social media there was a lot of fans who've seen Mortal Kombat posting things about Lewis and his previous work before Mortal Kombat and I didn't realize he was in Deadpool 2 and then I'm like wait a minute that was him he played this character I don't recall the name he was dressed pretty much all in white had long burgundy hair that was braided and i remember seeing him in the movie and i'm like oh he's cute i love his eyes his eyes are gorgeous and then seeing him in mortal kombat i was like holy shit he's hot as hell and you know he does martial arts 
And, um, I mean, I know these guys in the movie, they busted their asses to perfection to get these action fighting scenes on point. So his costume, I thought was cool, you know, with the gold top piece. And then he had these things on his arms. I guess they were like kind of like blades in a way or nunchucks. I don't know. But um, I enjoyed the movie. I've already seen it two times. So whenever this movie gets released on Blu-ray, I'm definitely going to buy it. It's definitely a movie to have at home to watch over and over again if you're a Mortal Kombat fanatic like I am. Um, compared to the 90s movies, this one is way different. You know, with technology and special effects, it's way advanced now compared to how it was back in the days. But um, yeah, so I'm definitely going to watch this movie again. I already had downloaded and saved the soundtrack on my Spotify playlist. So you know I'm going to be having fun listening to the music. And, um, you know, it's a, actually a good playlist to have if you're working out you know what i mean so when i'm doing my little exercise at home i'm gonna be playing the mortal kombat soundtrack and i loved the costumes for sub-zero and scorpion their fighting scenes let me tell you i couldn't get my eyes off of the tv i was just stuck i don't know the names of the actors who portray scorpion and sub-zero but they were fucking crazy but in a good way and I was just waiting for Scorpion to say his infamous line, get over here. And when he said that in the movie, I was screaming. I was like, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> there you go. Get over here. And then he starts fighting with Sub-Zero. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. So other than that, um, I'm looking forward to seeing sequels to this movie. Um, towards the ending of the movie, there was a little um, hint of a new character that's going to probably be introduced in the sequel. I'm not going to say who it is, because I know probably a lot of people didn't watch the movie yet. But if you did see the movie, then you know what I'm talking about. But um, I'm happy that this movie was released during my birthday month. And if you hadn't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. I believe it's worth watching. And on that note, I am going to wrap this up. So I think I pretty much filled you all in on what I've been up to during the month of April. If I forgot anything, sorry. <laughs> but I think I pretty much told you guys the most important things that I've done during my birthday month or wasn't able to do. But, you know, there's still a couple months left for the remainder of the year. So I have plenty of time to be able to do things I didn't get a chance to do during my birthday month, right? So first and foremost, I want to say thank you to all of you who wished me a happy birthday on my actual birthday, which was on April 2nd. And I know some of you probably had wished me a happy birthday way after, but it's okay. It's the thought that counts. So I appreciate the birthday love very much. And um, if you guys want to get updates on how I'm doing, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at sweettalk underscore Alisa. That is spelled S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions you want me to answer on the podcast. You want to say what's up. 
I'll be more than happy to reply back to you all. So with this month coming to an end, I hope you all enjoy it. And I will catch you guys in the month of May. So take care, much love and blessings to all of you. And until next time.